This is the making of Smile Oasis. Hey, what's up, Jackie? How's it going? Good. How are you, Michael? It's going good. It's it's happening. It's really like it's the real deal. Even right before we started recording, your IT guy was he's there right now, isn't he? Yes, he's he's here saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool, man. Who is he? What's his name? He's super nice. His name is Louie. He's a local IT guy in the area. Um, I found him and I was going to get a couple quotes, but after talking to him for five minutes, I was like, okay, I'm definitely going with him. He's super sweet. <laughs> what made you after five minutes be like, this is the guy, this is the guy I want to roll with? You know, it's just, he connected with me. So that goes to show you how important connecting with people is not even mm. like just your services or what you do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we just struck a conversation just about life and like, he was like, give me motivation and everything. I was like, yeah, you know what? I really would work with him. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's like, yeah. the person right there. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, he helped set up the microphone and everything like the zoom. This is good. He's a good he, guy. He's saving my life. <laughs> Save it all. That's good. I like that. Awesome, Jackie. So over the week, I saw your Facebook live and I'm excited. The tour looks amazing. It's going to, is it a real fireplace that you plan to have? It's actually an electric fireplace. So I have one similar in my house, but it's like uh, they build out from the wall and they mount the TV and the electric fireplace there. So it can release heat. It gives that kind of ambiance and feel. You can change the color of the flame. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I thought that was so, it was such a good Facebook live tour. And I kind of want you. you to explain a little bit more, although that's, that's just who you are. I can tell that's just who you are. It's not like you were like reading notes and like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, make sure you say this or that, right? <laughs> um, because I also like how you were like, I'm scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, that's good. Like show that like you, you, you're a little bit, um, you know, it's happening. Things are happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried to be as organic with it as I could. You know, it's just that was just me on there yeah. <laughs> in the moment, um, huffing and puffing because I was running around that day. But <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I just, you know, want to I've been documenting my journey so far, um, you know, with different reels on Instagram and also just going live. Um, the other day was the first time I went live in the, the groups. So that was interesting. That was nice. I kind of broke that bubble. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to show you guys around a little bit, just kind of track the progress we're making. But I'm I'm really happy with where we are now. We're opening in a couple weeks. Um, still a lot to do, but we're making some really good progress. Yeah, yeah. It looked like there, I mean, we can see like, you know, a lot of stuff coming in, but a lot of stuff still trying to be, you know what I mean, built out. It looks like, man, will it be done by February 1st? I know. I have my freak out moments, but I trust my contractor <laughs> and um, we're getting things done. Like you see, we got the contractor in here today, setting up for the podcast. We got the IT going. So yeah. it's a lot happening at once. We're, we're definitely going to get there. I don't know That's if it's good. by February 1st, but it's going to be in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But at least like in the live, you did tell people like we're going to be open in February, right? Mm -hmm. So that's good. Like, you let them know. And then at the same time, like there was a ton of engagement. Like people are like, I'm so happy for you. Oh my gosh, this is great. You know what I mean? I'm excited. And I love how you kept, I mean, you didn't do it all the time, but you reiterated a lot. Like anybody, if anybody knows anybody who needs a dentist in this area, right? Uh, your area, then please yeah. tag them. Let me know, things like that. And that was really good because you're being like genuine, organic. And then you're like, look guys, I'm gonna be open with you. I'm not gonna front and be like, hey, People are pounding our door already. <laughs> like, 
Uh, oh, make me, give me an appointment. You know what I mean? They're not doing that. So please, you know what I mean? Look, it'd be nice. And you know what? Every, you know how they say like everyone's like three degrees of separation, right? Yeah. Everyone knows somebody somewhere. So even if I'm in like Alaska, I have a friend in Orlando probably. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I really, really enjoyed doing it actually. Cause I did, I didn't expect so much interaction, um, but I'm really happy that people gave me feedback. You know, it was really encouraging to have people connect with me on there. And um, yeah, it just kind of came naturally to say that. I'm just like, hey, you know, you guys know me. So if you um, have anyone that you would, you know, I would love to give them a tour of the office. I would love to show them around and just, you know, treat them right. Yeah. On a scale from one to 10, Jackie, how, how nervous do you get doing lives like that? You know what? Okay. I don't really like public speaking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. Like I... Like I can be super nervous, but then walk out somewhere like in a room and you would never know for some reason. I don't know why that is, but mm-hmm. I'm like dying inside. But then <laughs> <laughs> but then it comes out OK. So on a scale of one to ten, probably like I mean, on Facebook, it was like a lot of family and friends, too. So I just pretended that the audience was just people I knew and that made mm-hmm. it a little bit better. So it was just maybe like five or six. But that's just because I was like, OK, you know, these people. So hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. You pictured in your mind, like just your friends and, and family, which is good. That's a good that tactic. Like, that's yeah. a good thing to do. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So then, and then did you see any traction from that uh, Facebook live? I did a lot of engagement. Um, I actually did live um, on Facebook and also on Instagram and there was lots of, lots of engagement. So I just made sure, you know, when saving the lives, I put the information of the practice that we're accepting appointments for February and our number. So if anyone wants to give us a call and uh, ask any questions or anything like that, I left that door open as well. Got you. Okay, that's cool. What's the, do you have like a schedule for, to do these Facebook lives or not? It's just like whenever, spur of the moment. It's kind of, it's been spare of the moment and I've been kind of tracking my journey along the way. I do lives on Instagram a lot, like on my personal account. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I've gotten more comfortable with those. But now, since I'm getting closer to opening, I've kind of made it a point to um, have more engagement on Instagram and Facebook. So some ways that I've got engagement before, like we did a giveaway over the holiday time. And I've also done the reels and updates on the office and the stories but now I want to get more into the lives to kind of connect with real people in real time. So um, I did start a schedule and um, I plan to go on every couple of days. So maybe like three to four times a week. Oh, wow. So what's the schedule look like? Is it like a topic every time or what? Yeah, or just an update, anything like that. Like, for instance, in terms of reels, the last one that I released was actually like so far I've done um, demo. I've done one on uh, framing. I've done one on, like the last one was on helping me choose my cabinetry, basically. So people get to vote on what they like best. I, you know, I told them what kind of countertops I was getting and kind of to get some interaction um, and also help people, you know, they can help me decide and be a part of the process with me. Um, the next one I'm probably going to do is probably going to be on my sign going in just to kind of show them, you know, my excitement around that whole part. But in terms of the live, it'll probably just be updates, no particular topics, But in addition to the lives, I do want to do um, more reels. So I will be releasing some reels of like tooth talks and just answering questions about um, like, are you a great candidate for Invisalign? Um, What are five tips for whiter teeth? Different things like that. Um, Just from the educational side, I plan on posting at least twice a week. Of reels. 
Or everything. Reels, probably. Because reels. reels is what people engage with most these days. So I think probably reels. You're right. They just watch it and they're like, okay, I got it. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. <laughs> our attention span has gotten shorter. But I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm like, oh my God, this is taking too long, this video. You know what I mean? Me so. too. And it's so sad that we're like this now because you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be, I used to love, love, love YouTube videos. And I still do. But nowadays with TikTok and reels, it's like, I feel like, my attention span sometimes it's like I only have the five seconds or the the 10 seconds and I want to move on you know I'm like I used to watch videos for like 10 minutes to get information and now I'm like I need this in 30 seconds yeah you (laughs) You fast forward it to the part that you need and you're like that's it that's it that's all I need and then I know man man. but yeah you can you can that's how we are but that's cool I like that I saw the one um the demo one that you did the reels oh yeah how'd you like it I thought you were going to like demolish the wall. I was like, <laughs> heck yeah. But then you just were like, we're doing demo. And I was like, oh, are we not allowed? Are you allowed to do that or no? I don't know. I if, probably, <laughs> but I didn't want to mess anything up. <laughs> You're right. I would have done the same thing. I would have been like, look, I ain't, I'm a mess. I know me, I'm going to mess something up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have like so. knocked the whole building down probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's good. I like that. I like how you have like a topic for that, like demo day, uh, design. You know what I mean? talking about specific things and you're updating the people and people love that. And I think that's a a thing that um, a lot of us kind of, if you're a startup, you kind of have to, it's almost like a thing you have to do now, right? Like document it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's helpful for sure. I didn't really see it that way. Um, I actually, well, actually in the marketing group that I'm in, they talk about kind of documenting your journey, but I hadn't thought about it that way because um, I just wanted to kind of share and mm-hmm. just take people along the ride with me. That's how I saw it. And um, just to kind of also get feedback and to get um, other people's perspective on everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's good. Awesome. Okay. So what we're going to be diving into this episode is all about locations. And some people say location is one of the biggest like marketing advertising expenses you can ever pay for, depending on your location. On a scale from one to 10, Jackie, how great would you say your location is as far as like, oh, people can see this and they're just going to walk in? Okay. So in terms of that, in terms of demographics, it's very good. Um, (laughs) Maitland, my office is in Maitland, Florida. Maitland is also a very lovely area. Um, I come here a lot personally with my family just to like, just to do things. So people, you know, it's a really nice area, which I love. Demographics report was good for it. Um, in terms of visibility, the only thing I would say is it's not as visible. It is on the main road. It's on Maitland Avenue. And we have like a monument, like light box sign, Mm -hmm. but it's an older building. So we don't have like any huge signage, like in some of the strip malls, you know? So that's the only thing I, you know, I kind of wanted to have that initially. Um, we don't have that. And also people are not walking up and down the street because it's not like in a retail area. It's more like area where you have like your uh, gynecologist and your like dermatologist and mm. like a lot of doctor's offices. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like walkable. Gotcha. So it's only like if you're going to go there for a specific reason, you go there. Kind of. Or you drive by because actually it's really it's right near a really main road um, where a lot of restaurants and stuff are. So if someone makes a turn down the road, they'll see us. But you're not going to just walk up up my street just for no reason, unless you're just taking a walk. Gotcha. So at least they see you guys, right? Like they're turning and they see you guys on the main road. What, um, I guess, like restaurants are there that are really popular or is it more like mom and pop restaurant? Oh, wow. I mean, there's 
You know, I wish Florida had more mom and pop restaurants. They don't. I'm from New York, so that's like the that's the capital of mom and pop, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'm a foodie. But this area has really great restaurants. We're right next to Winter Park. Winter Park is lovely. Like Maitland and Winter Park have these great farmers markets every weekend. My favorite restaurant right now is in Winter Park, which is like five minutes from here. It is called, um, you think I would think the name, I would know the name all the time, <laughs> but it's called Briar Patch. Briar um, Patch. Okay. Yeah, Briar Patch. But there's a lot of great restaurants around here. Does Briar Patch know you're opening up? They don't. I should probably tell them. Maybe they'll give me some free food, right? Yeah, let them know. Be like, hey, what's up, Briar Patch? And then get some of their information, you know what I mean? For your, yeah. they don't know. They don't know if you how many employees, I mean, you know what I mean? Like how many patients you have. Just have it in there. But that's good. Okay, so. Good idea. What did the demographics report exactly show? What does it tell you? Yeah. Okay. So I'll pull that up for you. And then actually, who did your demographics? Actually, I went with Excite Realty. So they helped me actually find the location, but they also do like a complimentary demographic report as well. Uh-huh. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you went with Excite. That's X and then Site, right? Excite Realty. Yeah. And I actually was listening to a podcast that you had done uh, a couple of seasons ago. Seasons ago with Smile, and I think they used Excite as well in Texas. Okay. Okay. Excite Realty. Oh, with Mitchell? Uh, yes. He used them as well, I believe, if I heard correctly. Um, and they, you know, that covers a lot. It covers like uh, median income, how much disposable income people have, um, how, many air, how many dentists are in the area, you know, per population amount for one mile, three miles, five miles, et cetera. So uh, they were kind enough to do that for me. And then once you find a place that you like, they actually drafted it in LOI for me as well, which is called like an, a letter of intent. Mm-hmm. So when you're truly interested in a place, then you submit that. And um, once agreed upon, then we can move on to lease negotiations. So they actually did the LOI for me, d- the demographic study for me, and um, was a part of the lease negotiation as well. God, how much was all that? It was free. Well, actually, with Excite, I don't know if it works the same with other companies, but with Excite, um, it was actually paid for by the landlord. So that's common on their end. If you think about it long enough, it might be a conflict of interest, but, uh, <laughs> you know, they're paid by the landlord. Gotcha. Gotcha. OK, so they did. So what what did that look like? How did the demographics report? What did it show? Yeah. So the demographics report was pretty favorable for this area from what he told me. So I'm going to pull that up now and kind of go over that with you. OK. OK. So for Maitland, uh, within one mile radius, there's nine thousand one hundred and twenty two people, five dentists. Um, so the mm-hmm. ratio is one to eighteen hundred and twenty four. I don't know what that means, but he said it was okay. <laughs> and then uh, within three miles, 100,455 people, 41 dentists. And that's the ratio is one to 2,450. And then within five miles, it is 267,517 people with 80 dentists. And um, that ratio is one to 2,936. So I think he gave me some parameters that the ADA recommends for dentists looking to start up a practice. Mm-hmm. And it was actually um, well above that. So that was that was pretty good. He said if he said it was not OK, but you loved it, like you love the location, you're like, this is what I had imagined it. But the, he's like, no, there's not there's not a good demographics report. Would you still have gone with it? 
Um, you know what? The thing is, they say find where you want to practice and go from there. He said find, you know, kind of what you love and go from there. But, you know, I want to make calculated decisions and kind of do the best that I can from from that perspective. Sorry, I misspoke to you. Um, within five miles, the radius, the ratio of people is one to every 3,344. So it was actually better. I was reading for Lake Mary, which is like a neighboring area. Oh, you, you were thinking to go there? Yeah, I thought about it. So I looked at a couple different places. I looked at um, the first place I really wanted to open was in Winter Garden. That was mm-hmm. like one of the I really love Winter Garden. It was a really new up and coming area. Lots of new development. So I thought that'd be awesome because there weren't a lot of dentists there yet. So you had some of the DSOs there, but there weren't a lot of um, dentists there in general and just not a lot of um retail in general. So they started with the the malls and, the, you know, the public obviously always comes first and then uh, lots of shopping. And then the dentist had just started to influx that area. So I thought that area was perfect, but that deal kind of fell through. That's okay. And um, hmm. I love Maitland and Maitland's a great area. Why did that deal fall through? Um, It fell through. I don't know why. <laughs> There was a couple things. So the first place is in Winter Garden. That space we put an LOI on. Everything was agreed on. It was actually in a medical building and um, great location. And I believe they were going to be building like apartments, like literally right across the street from us. And like mm-hmm. one or two miles down, there were like tons of new neighborhoods, like people building houses. So it was perfect. Um, and, you know, everything was agreed upon. But then... Asking my realtor, I'm like, okay, are they drafting a lease? Are they drafting a lease? He's like, yeah, they're working on it. By next week, we'll have it. And then next week comes and I ask again, and then we still don't have a lease. So um, that was getting a little bit challenging. And um, one day he calls me and he's like, oh, man, I don't know what happened, but everything they agreed to, uh, they said that they, they, there's two partners. Everything that they agreed to, they said that they don't want to do anymore. Really? <laughs> because the other partner apparently took a look at it. So it just didn't work out. And I wasn't really willing to kind of go back on all those things they had discussed with us previously. Mm-hmm. So that one fell through. And then the next location we looked at, because, you know, we had to pick up and try again. Yeah. The next location we looked at was in a Koei, which is also a very nice area. It was like a Koei Windermere Junction, which is also near uh, Winter Garden as well. It's like a junction area. That area, demographics were okay. There was a lot more dentists in that area. But when I saw the building, there was actually more retail um, of a space. It was a corner, huge windows everywhere, um, huge signage in the front. So, you know, I fell in love with that right away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, we submitted an LOI for that one. And that was in a Koei. And uh, yeah, so everything was progressing. We agreed on everything. In that deal, the landlord was basically, that was a shell space. He was basically going to pay for most of my entire build out, except mm-hmm. finishes. But okay. that one fell through too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is the same realtor? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why did that one fall through? You know what, Michael? If, if I knew, uh, he just told me we'd agreed on everything. And I had an architect that was ready to do drawings for me and everything. He calls me one day and he says, I don't know how this happened. It's so rare, but the landlord rented the place to a family friend. (laughs) So So 
he doesn't know how what happened that he rented it to a friend or that it fell through the second time. Right. He doesn't know either. So he's he just said to me, he doesn't know it's super rare. This doesn't happen. Um, the landlord just signed to his, I guess, family friend last night. So again, I went back to the drawing board and uh, kept it moving, basically. But that was very disappointing. How long after these deals fell through did you pick up after? Like, so for oh, example, the Winter Garden yeah. one. Immediately. Because I, I knew, for one, I knew I wanted to leave my position that I was in. I was also pregnant, so I knew I was having a baby anytime, right? <laughs> the next few months. And I'm a planner, so I like to know where I'm heading next. I don't like uncertainty, so I didn't really want to wait around for the next step. I actually went on my own to these corporate uh, leasing sites and found my own properties. Like I literally just went to the site. Okay, it doesn't work. Let's go. Let's keep moving. Can we see this today? Can we see this tomorrow? So he was super nice. He met with me whenever, wherever. So um, he's a very sweet guy. Um, So we went to the next place. And after the second deal fell through, I actually found my place on, where did I find it? The Greater New York, sorry, not Greater New York. I'm not in New York anymore, but the Greater Orlando <laughs> yeah. classifies for Dennis. So I actually found it myself. <laughs> you found, so hold up, hold up. The, the second time it fell through, right? You told your realtor, all right, we got to pick it back up, right? Mm-hmm. And he never reached out to you again until you reached out to him? No, he was very communicative. He's he, very nice, very communicative. Somehow the deals just all fell through, but... <laughs> Um, very communicative with me. Um, but you know, I didn't want to wait around for my future to be in someone else's hands. I wanted to kind of, at that point, being as pregnant as I was, I was like, no, I need to make a decision. I need to find another place myself, you know? Yeah. Can I ask you something? And I want you to be like super frank if you can. Do you kind of get, have a feeling of why it fell through? I don't know. I don't want to speculate. You know, I really, really don't know, honestly and truthfully. I don't know if it's a coincidence that two major deals fall through. But again, look, I'm not a realtor, so I don't have any experience in that arena. I don't really know what's normal, what's not. I know he was super sweet, super nice guy, always communicated with me. But for somehow, it just it just worked out that way. Hmm. Okay. And then now you found this location, right? The one that you're in. And as soon as you found it, you contacted your realtor or you went to go look at it yourself? Oh, I contact. You know, my thing is like... I'm loyal. So I'm not going to like, and I know he's a realtor. He's done his job in terms of um, not necessarily getting me the deal, but he's, you know, tracked seeing places with me and my family. And so, you know, I wanted to still do right by him, even though I was a little frustrated in the process. So I wanted to make sure obviously he gets his commission, does, you know, everything that's the way it's supposed to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. So I found the space. I talked to the landlord directly, but I, I told the landlord, you know, I do have a realtor I'm working with just so you understand the situation. And then I told him, you know, we set up a meeting, basically. So I didn't want to leave him out of the loop, basically. Yeah. But if you did, would it have, I mean, like, could you have negotiated this or no? I probably could have. But again, it's like, it's like me telling somebody who's not a dentist to do a root canal. Like, I wouldn't want to do something that, you know, I know nothing yeah. about. Got, <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. It would have taken more, like, more stress, time, you know what I mean? After that, you probably would have been like, oh, my God, did I really do the right, like, get the good deal or anything like that? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and I didn't want to leave him out of it. But part of me was very scared that, like, I was going to jinx myself and the same thing was going to (laughs) happen. But but it worked out. It worked out. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good that you kind of took a, it kind of goes to show like you you have to take action, right? Like you're the one who has to make sure everything's rolling because it's your, your dream, you know? You have to, you have to. And um, like me, I knew I didn't want to practice in corporate dentistry anymore. Like I knew it a hundred percent. So I was like, when I had this baby, <laughs> I am not going back. So I got to make a plan. Um, so one way or another, it, was, it had to happen, but you know what, in all honesty, um, everything happens for a reason. I wholeheartedly believe that. So not everything, I believe that not everything will always happen in your plan, your timing, and there's always a reason for it. I've looked back on many things in life that didn't go my way the first time and, um, was very thankful that it didn't go my way the first time. So I'm very blessed to, um, call this space my own. It's a great area. I love it. The landlord, he's he's awesome. He's like a father figure now. So it's it's really great. It's really a, a great experience so far. That's so good. That's so good that you have that type of relationship with like, or, or you know what I mean? Like a, a rapport with uh, your landlord because uh, you hear so many bad ones, right? Where they're like, um, hurry up and your free rent's already up and all these things. And, uh, you know, they even get into some, some type of lawsuit or something, but. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's the kind of, um it does happen. And that's the scary part of it all. But, you know, my landlord, he's actually a retired orthodontist. So he owns quite a bit of property. So um, he kind of understood the business. He understood dentistry. So he, he's been where I've been before. So um, he offered a lot of advice to me. And, um, you know, he's, I feel like he may have been a little bit more fair because he's not just a corporate entity, you know, renting you the space. It's a person. Yeah, that's good. That's really, really good. Now, did you first decide the type of patients you wanted to see and then did a demographics test or anything like that? Or you got the location and then you're like, okay, now I think I know the type of patients I want to see. Okay. So I knew the type of patients I wanted to see, but I don't know if that factored in so much with the demographic support. Um, essentially, I talked to my realtor and he said, okay, are you willing to move? Did you buy a house? Something like that. And we had bought a home. So we're not trying to move anytime soon. Um, so he said within, what kind of commute do you want? I said, within 30 minutes of my house, let's do demographics for all the areas. Um, so that's kind of what we did. So um, we just kind of looked 20, 30 minutes from my house and we kind of saw what was the best spot to be in, um, in terms of, um, you know, what areas are newer, um, what areas have a lot of traffic, um, a traffic in terms of new people, new influx of people, new influx of businesses. And we kind of went from there. Got you. So this one was where you, I mean, it wasn't like a do or die situation where you're like, these specific type of patients have to be here. And then that's it. Right. It was more like, all right, I kind of have an idea, but let's look at the demographics. Let's look at the, the location. Right. Because the demographics kind of tells that story also. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't understand all of it, but the demographic support has a lot of numbers, lots of graphs, like it kind of tells you a whole story about who is living in the area. So like, what kind of patients are living in your area? Yeah, so um, in Winter Park, Maitland, Maitland is actually not a new community. It's an older community, um, but there's lots of new apartment buildings in this area, lots of new restaurants in this area. Same with Winter Park, kind of tried and true, like old time neighborhood, but just lovely, historic um, and still lots of new influx of people buying older homes, renovating them, you know, lots of new like luxury apartments and stuff. It's just like a lot of character in this area. So uh, the people who live here, there's probably actually lots of like um, young families that are coming to this area now. 
like housewives and, you know, that type of thing. Young people who like care about going to the gym and things like that as well. But it is a pretty established older neighborhood. What would you say the median income is around there? I was looking at a couple of these demographic supports at the same time. So <laughs> trying to make sure I have the right one up. I'll get it for you. Well, I'll get it for okay. you while we're talking. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because um, being very, very specific on that, especially when it comes to your marketing is going to be super helpful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to um, kind of understand the type of patients and these are the type of patients you want to see anyways, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. But then again, like I don't have like a, I do have a type of patient that I want to see, but I want to see like a good mix of patients. You know, I want to see a good mix of patients and um, have some diversity and people from different walks of life and everything, but just people who care about taking care of themselves and people who want to seek, you know, dental education and want to be um, proactive about their oral care. Yeah. What patients do you not want to see? (laughs) In terms of what I don't want to see, um, very matter of factly, I don't want to see people who are just looking for the next deal. Cause you will see p- patients that like just dentist hop and doctor mm-hmm. hop. It's just, yeah, I don't want that type of patient because it's like, if you don't like, if you don't kind of like appeal to their demands then they kind of go down the street, there's always a dentist down the street. Right. Yeah. Um, I definitely want people who just care um, about their oral health and just want to be taken care of. And um, you know, want to be guided through that process. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. And then I asked this one of these last questions about the location because I don't know, in one of the seasons we've uh, with Ashley Hovez, her parking situation really sucked. So how's the parking situation in your practice? Oh, parking is great. Oh, speaking of demographics, Mike, I didn't even tell you this uh-huh. might be a terrible thing, but uh, <laughs> there's a dentist right next door to me. But YOLO. Wait, like an actual like, just like you? Like, or like oh, an ortho yeah. specialist? A- no, actual general dentist right next door. Like, what? Can't make this up. But um, it's different. Like, you know, he's he's established. He's not, like, we've met. I talk to his staff, like, every day. They bring my packages next door. We're <laughs> not in competition. Like, he's like, oh, how can I help you? I've been there where you are. Like, he has his established patients already. You know, I feel like he's just going to kind of guide me through the process but he's like look I'm happy to have you here I'm happy to walk you through and I, I want you to be basically where I am you know so that's so cool sweet. that's I, that's the best right there he's so nice he's so so sweet um but yeah it might be a little crazy to be next door to another general <laughs> dentist but hey <laughs> because I was gonna ask you like how would it work if like one of his patients came to you for a second opinion um well in terms of second opinion you know I'm the type of person like even if I saw something bad, like a bad work, I would never talk down about another colleague. I would just tell the patient what my findings are. I would be communicative with him and say, hey, this patient's coming in for a second opinion. I would honor him, you know, um, and um, hopefully patients would appreciate that as well. I'm not cutthroat. You know, if someone wants to see me, then great. I'll provide an honest opinion, um, but I'm definitely not going to try to uh, <laughs> poach his patients or anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good that he doesn't see that it that way either. You know what I mean? No, he's like been he, there, done that. You know, he he's seasoned and you can tell he's been practicing for many, many years, probably like 25 years. He's not, you know, just starting out. So yeah. he's seasoned. So he's not worried about me. <laughs> he yeah, probably wants to no. just help me. Yeah, it's probably like a really, really good thing, actually. Like there can be like a really awesome potential thing down the line, you know, like. A yeah, and I like him a lot. Yeah, he's super nice. His team is super nice. 
I'm going to invite them to my grand opening. Why not? You know, so. <laughs> yeah, you should. You should like, it's good. Let's technically kind of almost like a mentor next to you. You know what I mean? For some mm-hmm. situations. So I like that. That's awesome. Okay. So with all that being said, what's it looking like so far right now? How's, how's this week coming along with your startup? Man, it's getting crazy. We're almost, we're still in construction. Like right now I'm in my office and there's dust everywhere. <laughs> but <laughs> we're in construction today. We got most of the IT installed. Um, we still are waiting on a server. So we got that coming in soon. And um, yeah, we got staff starting on Monday for training. So that's going to be interesting. That's true. Who's everybody who's starting on Monday? Yeah, so Monday I have the uh, front desk receptionist coming and also my dental assistant. Okay, and then I know you also said you have an esthetician, right? Yeah, I have an esthetician, but she'll be working part-time to start and she'll be working on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So she'll be in training um, next week as well, but on Tuesday and Wednesday. Man, facials for life, Jackie. I know, I'm so excited. I'm going to have great skin. I'm I'm so excited. Uh, that's good. I like the way you kind of like built it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. I'm like, oh, we got downtime. Okay, let's do a facial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, it's going to be good. I like that. Okay, so it's happening. Everything's coming, kind of coming together. Anything that's happened so far where it's been like a major hiccup, delay or headache? Um, well, yeah, kind of some delays. Oh, Michael, I didn't answer your question about the parking. Sorry. The parking situation is good here, actually. It's a standalone building, um, and it's just me and the other dentist, and we have plenty of parking all the way around the building. So I just answered that question. Um, But in terms of delays, contracting has been pretty smooth so far. Things are pretty much on track. Um, But, you know, with my cabinetry, I got it from Ikea, as I told you. And um, I had to get a company come and measure for countertops, right? Mm-hmm. And they were on the phone with me and they're super strict. They're like, hey, everything has to be set up before we even make this appointment with you to measure. And I'm like, well, they're going to be building the fireplace frame and they're going to be building the cabinets, but it's not done yet. So they were actually gracious enough to give me an appointment. But they're like, we will not take measurements if everything is not like installed, mounted, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Coming to that week, the end of the week, I'm like, okay, let my contractor know. I'm like, okay, it has to be mounted. Everything has to be done. He's like, great, it's going to be done. And then, um, and then like closer to the end of that week, I'm like, kindly again, hey, they're coming next week. Can we just make sure it's done when they get here? You know, super nice. <laughs> and um, he's like, yeah, it's going to be done. And then um, come in that Monday, which is this Monday, and I'm like meeting the guy in 15 minutes and I show up and the guys are just they're just putting together the first cabinet. <laughs> wow. And so, I almost, my head almost exploded, Michael. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> what did you end up t- telling them? I was just like, well, you know, they were the subcontractors. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's supposed to be done, right? Like, I was trying to be nice about it. But, you know, I called, well, the guy shows up. He's like, okay, the fireplace is built, so I can me- measure the fireplace. This may take me a while, but... Um, I cannot measure your cabinetry, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh God, please no. <laughs> oh God, please no. <laughs> because I'm opening in two weeks, Michael, right? Yeah. So um, I'm like, I have no time for delays because after measurements, it takes seven to 10 business days to get the countertops installed. I'm like, I don't have a day to spare. 
And, and so, so yeah, my contra was like, why can't they do the measurements? And he's like, I can, but I'm not allowed to. So thank God the guy was super sweet. I actually, I think he might be a patient soon or something like that. <laughs> At least I'm going to give him a tour. But yeah. we started chatting. I started talking about his family and everything. He talking about his wife. And um, they recently moved to the area. So this guy was so nice to me. And he actually like decided to come back later that evening to do my measurements for me. So man, man, save the day. That's so nice, though. That's so that 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 was like, imagine if you would have gotten like angry about it. You know what I mean? Then I would have lost that person. Right. Imagine. Man, that's so good, though, that that he was able to, you know what I mean? Like come back and, and make it all happen. You. He 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 really did. He really um came through for me because I had spoken to the rep over there. We were on the phone with him and the rep, and they were like, "If he cannot measure this today for you, you will not have them in time for your opening." So I was almost crying, but you know, he worked it out for me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would have been like, "What? Let me go get a measuring tape. What can I do?" What, oh my what? god, I was trying. No, I was putting legs on the cabinets. I was like, "Guys, come on!" Like. <laughs> I was doing it and I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you're all YouTube. You're like, how do I do this? Yay. And then, man, so you have to be, and, and that's the thing. I feel like a lot of the times we delegate this, right? We're, it, it, technically, it is all delegated, right? Like you're, you're not building like, you know what I mean? Like with hammer and nail or anything like that. But you have to be there. Mm-hmm. You have to be there to make sure like they're, they're, they're doing it or else, you know what I mean? Like who would know? Yeah. And to some degree, you know, and I, like I said before, like, I really trust my contractor. He's super um, laid back in a great way, super nice and very confident in what he does. Like, you know, you know, how some people are like just overly hyped to kind of sell you on how, how good they are on something. Yeah. He just has an effortless way of knowing, you know, what he's doing. And that's kind of why I went with him. And I've kind of trusted him through the whole process. Now, things happen, you know what I mean? So, you know, things happen. I wasn't happy about the cabinets not being... Um, done in time, but you know what? It's construction, right? I'm like, everything has pretty much been going according to plan. So can't expect everything to kind of be perfect. With that being said, I kind of, you know, came back from time to time to do just to check on the progress and to do my updates and everything. Now, as we're getting closer to the end, I'm here a lot more often um, because we're down to the wire. Yeah. And also because I got things like IT going on and deliveries and whatnot. So I'm here a lot more now. That's true. Like you're down to the wire and that is you kind of like little light bulb right now. You know how like everybody kind of says like there's construction delays, like massive construction delays. Kind of think about it. And I'm like, oh man, maybe they're like an associate working, you know what I mean? While their practice is being built and they're not able to be there to catch these things. Absolutely. Michael, mm. I will catch anything. Like I, <laughs> I am like, I'm the one of those fine print detail people, you know, like, if something is going on, I catch it. So I feel like if someone's an associateship, I mean, I don't even know how I would do this if I was working somewhere else right now. Because there's yeah. so many fine details, you know, and so many tasks to do. But I can easily see that if someone's working somewhere else, they they could miss a lot. And that's where the delays come in. Because if you if one thing falls out of sequence, you could be set by, by back by like four or five, six weeks, you know. So Man, I know. Who would have thought? Just measurements and you're set back? Man. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. Okay. So then what's next? What's next? So we got, so construction, we're finished with most of the flooring. Um, They're going to come in and do some final touches of paint and paint my front. If you saw in the video, my front desk is not painted yet. So they're going to paint that, hang some pendant lights, do some finishing electrical work, 
Um, but by the end of this week, most of it will be wrapped up, probably like 97% of it. My IT guy will be coming back next week to do his finishing touches as well. Awesome. Awesome. So we look forward to hearing that. Any final words, your thoughts, your piece of advice for this episode? Yeah, I mean, just guys, anybody who's listening, hopefully my experience was helpful for you. Um, if you're thinking about doing a startup journey or if you're, you know, in that process right now, hopefully some of the things I discussed today were helpful for you. And as always, please reach out to me on social media at Dr. Jackie or at Your Smile Oasis. I would love to get feedback from you guys and, um, you know, just kind of hear about your journeys and your startups. Thank you. Awesome. So guys, that's all going to be in the show notes below. So definitely reach out to Jackie, pick her brain a little bit more, talk about what you've been listening to in this episode or this series or this season. And Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, Michael. It's always a pleasure. And you're listening to the making of Smile Oasis. <laughs>